Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today. Uh, headlines are going crazy, plus some great interaction with you guys, the listeners. Before I get to that, it's crazy weather here around Colorado, so it's actually kind of chilly. That's classic Colorado for you. You you think that you're moving past winter, and, and then all of a sudden, it's like 50 degrees outside, which is kind of cold when you're used to like 70, 80 degrees. So today's going to be like a high of like 50-something, and uh, I am in my hoodie. (laughs) So, yeah, hoodie weather again. I'm excited about it, but, yeah, it's good. Good stuff. We need the moisture. We got a lot of moisture. Very moist around here in Colorado right now. Why do people hate the word moist? I don't understand it. It, I, I say, why do people... Why do women hate the word moist? It's because you're, let's be honest, we're in the we're in the truth tree right now, okay? Is it because your vagina gets wet? I'm just saying it's a possibility. It's science. Who cares? My God. Some people are like, moist is worse than cunt. That doesn't make any sense to me. Makes no sense to me. But whatever. Ladies, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Why do you hate the word moist so much? I think all us guys want to know. Be like, we kind of know, but we're not really sure. I mean, like, literally, you could go, oh, God, the air, it's so moist. And they're like, oh, enough, enough. We're not trying to be perverts about it. We're just making an observation. Jesus. It'd be like me getting upset if you're like, man, this, this, uh, rock is really hard. I'll be like, oh, okay, give it a rest. I get it. Uh-huh, you pervert. Referring to it being hard. Uh, uh. <laughs> or it's soft. This noodle's quite soft. Why are you looking at me? Why? It's a dirty word, soft. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, there was a split second when I was getting into that uh, conversation that I was like, maybe I should hit stop and then restart. But you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you know what we need to do right now? Speaking of saying fuck it, you know what we're going to do. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is horrifying, and it happened right down the road. The Colorado State Patrol said that just after 5 o'clock the other day, a sewer truck had a spill in the eastbound lanes of I-76 near the interchange of Highway 224. That is disgusting. I gotta be honest. In fact, real quick, let's go dad jokes. I don't have a quick open. That would have been cool. Be like, dad jokes, dad jokes. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) I'm funny, ain't I, kids? Anyway, that's one shitty situation. Hi-oh! Or, man, that's... Stinks. <laughs> Get it, kids? Or finally, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> high five, guys. No? Okay. Anyway, there you go. Uh, apparently, yeah, there was a sewage truck spill. One of the most disgusting things you could ever imagine. I mean, tip of the cap to any of you out there that work in the sewage treatment facilities or whatever you do. That realm of industry, I don't know how you do it. It's got to be one of the most 
disgusting at times, probably most of the time, jobs out there. And we all just take it for granted. Because if, if you people weren't out there doing, doing your job, we, our, our whole situation in life, everything would be a massive sewer truck spill on a daily basis. But anyway, one of the motorists out there that was affected by it was a, is a gentleman named uh, Nico Blankership. He told Nine News here in Denver, Colorado, uh, that he was in the right lane near the truck's rear tire. When some kind of dung, as he called it, came spewing from the top, he said he his uh, he said he's washed his car several times and wiped the area around the tires and the bottom of the car with baby wipes, but the smell still lingers. He says I'm I'm not really sure what to do next. Hope it goes away. He said, just thankful my windows and sunroof were closed. That's disgusting to think about. My God, would you not start vomiting immediately if something like that got on you? I see the, well, shoot, we've talked about this before. There was that lady like a year or two ago that, oh, I don't remember. I think she was in Washington State and she fell down a outhouse hole. She like dropped her cell phone in there and then she was like, I need my cell phone. (laughs) And then she jumped down in there and then she had to be rescued by the fire department. Which, how pissed off would you be if you're the fire department? Be like, really? Come on, lady. It's your cell phone. Don't be playing with your phone when you're in an outhouse. But anyway, just the smell of going into an outhouse or a porta potty can be horrific. But imagine if that follows you home. You have, if you have a garage, you can't park that in the garage. You can't. And, and let's be honest, there's probably shit in Nico's. Uh, undercarriage, there's, it's probably somehow in the, um, under the hood somewhere. There's probably, it could be like a quarter size and it's probably causing his whole vehicle to just reek. So good luck, Nico. That's probably going to take a while. Um, you know, you might as well just burn the car. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's, what, could you, man, we always talk about these scenarios too. Could you imagine if that happened to your car and then you have a date, oh my God, that would be horrific. Be like, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to really impress her. going to really impress her. Got the car cleaned. And then all of a sudden you, you're on I-76 and then some shit spews out of a sewer truck and <laughs> gets your car. You wash your car after that because the smell's horrific. You do it like three times. You get it out the fucking baby wipes. Not helping. And then you go to pick her up, and she's like, you know what? Let's just take the bus. <laughs> you got a nice car, but I'd rather take the bus. I got to be honest. Oh, that's horrific. I, I reached out to Nico on Twitter. He hasn't got back to me. I just want an update on the car. I'm like, is it getting better? Because this, I believe, happened on Tuesday. As I record this, it is Thursday. So he's had a couple days for hopefully it to wear off. Maybe the the shit underneath his hood just dries up and and begins to crumble off. Hopefully, man, how how hard would that be if you could never get the smell? I'm sure it will eventually. Like I said, it will dry up and crumble off. It, it, you know, I I really doubt that it got into any sort of fabric where it's just gonna be there forever. But I, oh, that's horrific, horrible. 
Speaking of horrible, I've never heard of this, but apparently it's somewhat common. Bo Jackson was on the uh, McElroy and Kublik, I'm probably saying that wrong, in the morning and shared some bizarre news of what's going on with him as far as health goes. And if you don't know, Bo Jackson, legendary football player and, and baseball player, just an amazing athlete, but this is what he had to say. I've had the hiccups since last July, and I'm getting the medical procedure done the end of this week, I think, to try to remedy it. But I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with doctors poking me and shining lights down my throat and you probing me every way they can to uh, find out why I got these hiccups. So that's the only reason that I wasn't there. Have we figured it out? Hell no. <laughs> I have done everything. It scare me. Drink water upside down. Smell the ass of a porcupine. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yes. The remedy or having hiccups that long. Either one. Yes. So. I'm serious, man. <laughs> Obviously, he's joking about the porcupine smelling of the ass. And, and what's funny is the amount of news outlets that are like, He's going to extreme lengths to, uh, you know, try to cure his hiccups. Do you think Bo Jackson's really out there smelling a porcupine's ass? No, no, not for hiccups. That's for like, you know, <laughs> if you got an upset stomach, I say you go out there, you find a porcupine, you smell its ass. Immediate digestive relief. <laughs> now, I'm not a doctor, not a doctor. So, you know. Take my advice with caution. Oh, man, I have never heard of that. He's had it forever. That's bizarre. Now, here's the thing. Whenever I get hiccups, I, you know, I've had them for maybe like 30 minutes at the most. But it's, it's really fucking frustrating. And what's funny is I was listening to that interview trying to find the soundbite. And there's times where you just all of a sudden you hear him make this weird noise. And you're like, what the fuck is that? What is that? And, then, and since I already had an idea, I'm like, oh, shit, that's his hiccups. That's his hiccups. But anytime I've had hiccups for an extended amount of time, shit, I start doing it immediate, immediately. I hold my breath, and I try to do weird things with, like, you know, my stomach and whatever, and it tends to, to help. A, a doctor said if you drink a tall glass of water from the opposite side of the glass, so not the bottom part, what, what you would expect, so you lean your head over and you try to and you make a weird connection with your mouth. And that's what you do. You so you drink from the opposite side of the glass. Now everybody's gonna try this today. Hopefully not in front of people. Because <laughs> I'm actually gonna try this today just because I want to try it. Because it's so bizarre to think about. So yeah, you drink a tall glass of water from the opposite side of the glass from from your mouth. And then apparently that makes your abdominal muscles contract in a way that helps make them stop. And apparently this helps with like the severe cases. So next time you or I get hiccups, we got to try this. And I, and I think part of the idea is that you have to kind of lean over to do it. And that's what is really creating the, the, the cure. Also, I've heard this and, and I got to be honest, it does seem to work every time I've done it embarrassment so i do this with my kids and it works fucking kid you not so you tell if they have hiccups and they're like i won't go away and be like okay and then you do something like you know 
get them to to get embarrassed and for whatever fucking reason it i would say nine times out of ten it works if you have a cure for hiccups let me know to huff uncensored at gmail.com but wow bo jackson suffering i want to say almost a year now of having hiccups and the fact that they're going to do some sort of procedure that's fucking bizarre hey quick update on a story from the other day Nikola Jokic and Matt Ishbia. I've heard people pronounce it two different ways. It's either Matt Ishby or Matt Ishbia. So either way, the Suns owner and Joker was fined $25,000. I didn't see the, the Suns owner getting a fucking fine at all. That's bullshit. But before game five, uh, the Joker had some jokes with the guys at TNT. You saw Matt Ishbia. And uh, went over and, and handed him a basketball. So uh, was that, was that uh, something planned when you saw him over there? How'd that all play out? No, it was just something that, um, you know, I don't have nothing against it. I, I will do the same thing if there's anybody else in Phoenix. Uh, just because uh, if you guys follow that, that's what I like to do. I like to inbound the ball really quick and then just get advantage, uh, keep, uh, keep, keep the game going. Um, I just wanted to make fun at least a little bit, you know. And I hope well, hoping he's going to pay my fine, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can afford it. So there you go. That was uh, Jokic on with uh, TNT. And if you couldn't understand it, really, it's hard to understand sometimes uh, with accents, and especially me. I'm horrible with accents. But anyway, he was saying that he just wanted to joke around with, but then reflecting back on it, he's like, yeah, I just, that's the way I play. And that's what we discussed before is, you keep the ball going, and the fact that he pulled the ball back and tried to re, uh, restrict a player on the court from getting the ball, that should have been a fine. He should have been fined as far as the Suns owner should have been. The fact that Joker was fined $25,000 for bumping the Suns owner is, is bullshit, but whatever, let's move on. The Nuggets actually play tonight against the Suns, uh, game six, if the Nuggets win, they move on to the next round and they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals. And that's exciting. So exciting. In fact, as of right now, I believe Superbook has the Denver Nuggets as the favorite to win the NBA Finals. The NBA Championship is leaning towards the Denver Nuggets. Can they keep this momentum? Players are stepping their game up. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., you name it. it, it it's, they're gelling. Can they stay connected and can they move forward? Hopefully, fingers crossed, it would be great to see. Shit, man, if they make it to the finals. I know, here's the thing. They, they have to win tonight. That's the logical thing because game seven, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows what can happen in game seven? It could go either way. So that's why the Denver Nuggets need to go out there and just stomp them. I know that sounds aggressive and like that's 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 horrific, Scott. Fuck it. It's a game. You go out there and you beat the shit out of them. And that's what the Denver Nuggets need to do with the the Phoenix Suns. Go out there, beat the living shit out of the Suns and then move on to the next round and chip away at their next opponent. That's what they need to do. Don't go into game 7. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. Go out there. Go out there. And go all balls against the goddamn Phoenix Suns. 
whip them out, and they're going to go, oh, my God, those puppies is huge. We submit. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Thanks, Cowboy. Wow. <laughs> you heard it from Cowboy to Huff. The Denver Nuggets need to go all balls, whip them out, and just embarrass the shit out of the Phoenix Suns. There you go. We got more headlines coming your way. But first, we got baseball, hockey, hoops. It is just a great time in sports. So make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I got to admit, I like this guy's music. I do. And the fact that he's thinking about changing his name, it's kind of weird for me. The weekend is going to kill the weekend. What am I talking about? Well, he added an interview the other day, and this is what he said. I'm going through a cathartic path right now. It's getting to a place in time where I'm getting ready to close the weekend chapter. I, I'll still make music, maybe as Abel. Abel, by the way, is his actual name. Maybe as the weekend, but I still want to kill the weekend. And I will, eventually. I'm definitely trying to shed that skin and be reborn. I think that's kind of cool. And I think, I think he makes good enough music where he can get away with that. I mean, but that being said, do you just want to go with Abel? <laughs> I mean... Although, who did that? Remember, there was that artist that he's renamed himself. Oh, that one song. Does that make me crazy? Ooh, that guy, I don't remember his name, but he's changed his name like three times. It's just, he always has like one or two hits and then moves on and everybody forgets about him. So I guess this is, it's interesting. And I think he'll forever be The weekend regardless if he changes his name, but good for him for going, you know what, let's just, that chapter's done. That's essentially like a, a character. Let's move on to my next character, whether that's his his given name or maybe he change it to, changes it to Todd. That would be hilarious. Come on, let's be honest. If you're going to change your name the weekend, yeah, you could go with your, your birth name of Abel. That's fine. But let's really fuck with people and change your name to Todd or Greg. <laughs> They're like, well, it's not really catchy. Be like, now, live from Ball Arena, get your hands together for Todd. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Now, singing the national anthem. For this year's uh, NBA Finals, Game 1, it's Greg. <laughs> I think that would be great. Now, he won't do that. <laughs> Don't take my advice the weekend or able, whatever. But good for him that he's able to do that. And a lot of people are kind of like, I, I saw a few people mentioning Garth Brooks, and I've talked about this before, when Garth Brooks did that character of Chris Gaines, a lot of people don't realize what that was and how he got fucked over on that. And I'm sure 
as shit. He will never do this again. But what he was doing and what him and uh, the legendary producer Babyface did is they were making a movie. The movie was in the life of Chris Gaines, something like that, but where Garth Brooks was going to play the character of Chris Gaines. And what they wanted to do to be different was let's release the soundtrack first to kind of tease the movie. And that's what he did. And that's what he was starting to do. Then all of a sudden the shit fell through for a million reasons why. But here's what's crazy about it. As much as people want to bag on that and say that he was having a midlife crisis, that's that's what it was, was he was he was in contracts to make a movie, and that was the deal, was make the soundtrack before the movie was released. But it's actually a really good fucking album. Everybody I know, everybody I know that has listened to it all, this, all say the same thing. Holy shit, that's actually really good. That's actually a really good album. Because it is. It's a really... It's not country. It's just good music. And it's kind of poppy, but not not like lame pop. But it's it's worth checking out. It's hard to find. I have the album because I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan. But that's what, that's what it is. And it shows you... A his range as an artist is just insane. What he can do. Another great album and th- that shows off his his abilities is "Blame It All on My Roots." Is a box set of all the songs that Garth Brooks was influenced by growing up in order to be a great musician that he that he is now. And it is a wide variety from rock and roll like Queen and Kiss and stuff like that. To, to just all these other influences. Worth checking out. And every time, I again, I've played that for people, like certain songs of that, and they're like, holy shit, are you kidding me? This is Garth Brooks? Okay, okay, I can't help but respect him. Because this, this shit's awesome. Listen, I'm tugging on him. That's fine. I'm jerking off Garth Brooks right now, right? Slapping him on, slapping his member on my face. Okay? He deserves it. He's an amazing artist, so... Fuck off! Leave me alone! I hate you guys. (laughs) It's really good. You guys can eat a bag of dicks, okay? Quit judging me. (laughs) Okay. See if you can listen to this story and not judge the shit out of these parents. Because I started reading this article and I'm like, oh my God, I can't help it. I can't. Nope. Gotta judge them. But see if you can do better than me. Uh, a British couple has opened up about how they are uh, consciously unschooling their three children and giving them the power to choose when or if they learn to read and write. They have kids that are 12, 8, and 4. And the only kid that knows how to read and write is the 12-year-old. And he started learning about two years ago when he was 10. This is what they say. We don't use the education system. Instead, we unschool our kids. They stay at home, according to the mom. We believe in child autonomy and enabling kids to take governance of their life, make their own choices, and decide what goes on in their life rather than dictating to them. But despite their free lifestyle, that doesn't mean the kids have no guidance from the adults in their lives. It's just about involving them in the decisions. That's according to the mom. 
The kids go to bed when they like, wake up when they like, and we don't like alarms, and we don't have set meal times. We just make them food when they're hungry, and as they get older, they make themselves food. Additionally, the kids don't have any chores or responsibilities to help around the house. What do you think about that? I get the idea of of allowing your kids to be part of decision-making, especially as they get older. Like we ask our kids on a weekly basis as I'm, as me or, and or my wife are making the next week uh, meals, like we try to map them out. Um, and, and that way we have an idea of what we're eating and it's not like chaotic every single night. It'd be like, shit, what are we going to make? So we make out a, a quote unquote menu for the week. And I'll ask the kids, is there anything you guys want me to make for dinner next week or lunches next week and they'll get they'll give input doesn't mean i'm gonna put it down (laughs) like you can talk all you want but we're not getting steak and crab okay son shit he asked for that all the fucking time like dude i i get it you like steak you're you're obsessed with steak now and you love lobster okay i get it doesn't mean you're gonna have it that's like a once a year thing (laughs) but it's good to have them uh, feel like that they, they have input in what's going on in the household. But that being said, of course they don't want to fucking learn or do anything like that. And what kind of kids are you raising? I'm sorry. you These kids are going to be shit when they hit the workforce. W- once they're of age and they need to actually fucking work, the fact that they don't do any chores or have any responsibilities around the house tells me that they are going to be shitty fucking employees and, and, and just workers in general. They're going to be sitting back going, do this, do that. Like, no, motherfucker, you got to go clean the bathrooms. They're going to have a massive reality check once they get out from underneath the tit of their mom and dad. That's, I don't agree with this at all. Listen, you might have another opinion. That's fine. I don't agree with you in this situation. Uh, DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. Good or bad, you agree or disagree. But I, I think this is a horrible thing to do to the kids. They're too young, especially at four and eight. Well, shit, man, even 12 to make big decisions like that. Do you want to learn to read and write? You're homeschooled. You're only around your sister and brother or whoever, family, you don't have the peer pressure of, shit, man, I need to keep up with my friends and, and have that competitive juice flowing through my body. Be like, ah, it's embarrassing if you don't know how to do something. So that's going to add fuel to your fire to learn and to achieve more. They don't have that because it's just like, yeah, you do whatever you want. Just sit in the corner and, and play with the sticks and dirt. I Horrible. I don't like saying that about people and how they choose to raise their children. And I'm sure they're getting it right and left. But they are bad parents. And I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. What, do you want me to lie to you? No, I'm not going to lie to you. And I know, listen, some of you guys are going to agree with me and some of you are going to disagree with me. That's fine. That's life. We're having a conversation. No need to egg my house. (laughs) or shit on my lawn. (laughs) I don't need my car stinking up like a sewage uh, truck just 
did somebody poop on my hood? <laughs> Don't call them bad parents. That's mean. Thanks for pooping on my car, dick. But anyway, you get what I'm saying is just I don't I don't see the positive in this. If you see the positive in this, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. I don't see how that's a good thing. I think you're causing more damage to these kids. They don't have the ability to decide what's right or wrong for them really as of right now. That's where you as the parent have to guide them in the right direction. And, oh, shoot, that happened the other day. There was, oh, it was something like with my son. My son's really trying to get into baseball now. But he's basically a year or two behind because for he kept pushing back so much on, I was like, if we play baseball, we got to play catch. And so it's working on throwing and on catching. Those are the basics. It's like playing basketball, too. You work on dribbling, then you work on shooting. Don't try to dunk. Don't try to do all this other creative stuff. You got to work on the basics first. And he's kind of behind on baseball because he was just like, well, then I don't want to play baseball. All I want to do is hit home runs. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Just understand <laughs> that there's going to come a time where, where you're going to want to play baseball. And your kids are, or your classmates are going to be beyond you. So I figured that was an okay lesson in that situation. Um, and now he's just like, he's really trying to focus on catching and throwing better. And he's, he's going to catch up fairly quickly, but it's kind of a, a similar example. Obviously education with um, mathematics and stuff like that is, is completely different. And learning to read is completely different than throwing and catching a baseball but it's the same basic concept. If I would have said, hey, you know, you don't really need to learn to read and write. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's up to you. You're like, no, Dad, you know what? I, I don't. I'm just going to go outside and do whatevs, <laughs> you know, chase the dog. Man, that's, I, I think that's just bad parenting. They're just, too, they're just not capable of making a, a huge decision like that. No. Shit, we're barely able to make good decisions once we're 18 years old. <laughs> and you realize that once you're like 20, uh, mid-20s, in 30s, beyond whatever, you realize, shit, man, I really had no fucking clue what I was doing when I was like 18 years old. So let me know your thoughts. I know it's a bit controversial, but it, it's interesting. And I don't agree with it at all. Don't understand why they would do that. Uh, oh, you know what I forgot to Go pull up. Jeez, it's been a while for whatever freaking reason. It's time for the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> All right, this comes in from Small Baller uh, on Twitter. He said, bro, are you one of those suburban hoarders who can't use your garage for your car because it's full of crap? Now, the reason why Small Baller wrote this uh, to me on Twitter was because I did a video the other day because it was like hailing and just a crazy uh, spring storm here in the Denver area. And, and apparently my car, my wife's car was actually outside. Since I drive the kids the majority of the time and I'm I'm coming and going a lot in comparison to her, I guess, my car stays in the garage for the, for the most part. 
And uh, so he saw that briefly on, on a video on, on Twitter. And I, I, was just, I, was, I responded back. I was like, no, my car's in the garage. They say it's a two-car garage, but that's bullshit. Have you ever noticed that? Because I could put, because we ended up, because it was supposed to be really stormy this week. So we actually ended up, after Small Baller sent me this, ironically enough, my wife saw, maybe we should clear out the garage and, and try to squeeze in both cars. We were able to do that, but there's like hardly any space. And when they say it's a two-car garage, that basically means you can't have anything in your fucking garage. It's essentially a joke. I don't know very many people here in my neighborhood that if they have a two-car garage, they actually put two cars in there. I have a buddy, Scott, up the road. He has a three-car garage, and he's able to do it because that third spot is where all his shit goes. So it's really fucking frustrating. Put an extra couple feet when you're when you're making a two-car garage because it's a fucking joke. Fucking joke. I have, like, shit piled on top of each other, and I, I can squeeze into my car and out. It's like it's it's like surgery, basically. I'm a goddamn surgeon when I'm backing my car into the garage If because I pulled in my wife's car. Then I was like, I'll, I'll pull in mine, and I'm just like, it's it's very... Like, my wife was just like, holy shit, you got really close to scraping the side of your car. Like, within, like, a, a half an inch. So, it was uh, it was a micro-penis length. <laughs> <laughs> to give you a visual. <laughs> you should start using that as a, as a form of measurement when you're like, when it's like, when it's like an inch-ish on on a measurement just be like that's about a micro penis length or the distance between this and that <laughs> just to see if what people say don't do it at work don't suggest it unless you're on a construction site then i think everybody does that they're like hey i you need to cut two micro penises off this off this board <laughs> okay got it can we Come here, so we can use you as guidance. Oh! <laughs> so the other day, I talked about eating in the shower. And I actually did a video. If you go to either my Facebook page or my Instagram page, at DeHuff Podcast, you'll see the video I posted. I'm probably going to do maybe one a week just to see how it goes. It's kind of funny. It's just lame. But anyway, I was talking about gazpacho machine i think is his name on on twitter that he does it now here's the thing he does it in in the new york post i think it was did an article about him saying how he makes money a good amount of money just eating food in the shower and then giving it a review now here's the difference before i get into some of his uh his little gas gas heads that were i don't even know what you'd call them gas bots that were uh, harassing me on on Twitter. He takes a picture of what he's about to eat, then he writes a blurb about it and gives it a rating. Nothing wrong with that. He's like, "This is a you know uh, a taco, blah blah blah, with this in it, uh, you know, held together, blah blah blah. It's an eight out of ten, or whatever he does. Right? He does that. It, it's nothing crazy. Now, what I do is a video. It's completely different, and I'm completely naked." 
and everybody knows it. <laughs> and I'm even putting soap on my body as I'm eating. <laughs> I'm all about being authentic, okay? Anyway, so he he reached, uh, I reached out to him just to let him know. I'm, essentially, I'm like, dude, uh, basically, I'm ripping you off, but I just want you to know that. Uh, I will be doing videos, which is different than what he's doing, like I said. And he's just like, I'll go for it, man. That's that's cool. Do as many videos as you want. Uh, and, and he ended up actually seeing one of the videos. And this is what he said. What's um, he said? He's fine. He, he loves the videos. He says they're hilarious. Keep doing the videos. So he's fine with it. Now, here's the thing. Here's what always happens when you when you have an attachment to a talent or some sort of quote unquote celebrity. Like he's a, he's a celebrity in the in the eyes of a lot of his followers, and this is what one of them wrote. And I couldn't stop fucking laughing when I read this. Okay, this is what the guy wrote. Gaz could have understandably criticized this guy for his lack of originality and laziness in trying to cheaply capitalize on Gaz's popularity with this knockoff bit. Instead, he responded with love. Truly, a class act. And there's several things that popped in my head on that when when I read that. One of the things is like what I used to always jokingly behind the scenes when I worked in sports talk radio is when people would just blindly support an athlete <laughs> and do something like this, where it's like you the way you're speaking as if you truly do have his ear and that he is going to immediately respond to you and just say, We need to meet and have coffee. This needs to happen. It's like, we used to always joke about this. Be like, dude, Von Miller's not going to fuck you, okay? It's not going to happen. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head. It'd be like, dude, he's not going to fuck you, okay? He's not going to jerk you off in the shower. Do you want him to eat your meat in the shower? Is that what you're going for here? No, come on. Jesus Christ. It's, 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 then some other guy's like, word for word, uh, blah, blah, blah exactly the same as what Gaz is doing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's completely different. But it's just hilarious how people just jump on the hate bandwagon. So all I can say to those people is, listen, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> You're giving me more uh, Twitter uh, reach and, and stuff like that when, when you comment on my, my post. I don't care. It's fine. Thank you. Stupid. <laughs> Truly, he instead... He responded with love. Truly a class act. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. You, I bet that guy's just visualizing Gaz just like jerking him off. I'm sorry, Gaz. I know they're your people. Okay? I'm just saying it's funny, and that's what popped in my head. Is that really what the guy's thinking? Probably not. Probably not. But that being said, Gaz had a... I've, I've never ate one of these, and I don't really have the urge to, but he ate one of those big old tomahawk steak things in the shower. I did eat uh, the video coming out next week. I accidentally got the food wet, and I accidentally spilled it in the in the shower. So my wife, when she hears that or sees the video, she's not going to be happy with me. <laughs> Those garbage disposals in the shower or bathtubs is that actual legitimate <laughs> thing. It needs to happen. Uh, <laughs> so thank you guys for responding. By the way, I saw that, uh, who was it? Alex Ramirez of The Final Word wrote on his Facebook page, I think it's hilarious that the NFL has a scheduled release show this evening 
and the local and national media are already leaking all the games right now. <laughs> it is funny, and I don't understand it, because how many people are actually going to tune in to watch the show of, here's the schedule release, the Broncos are going to take on this, the New York Jets are going to take on these guys. I just, I don't understand the the point of those, the, the schedule release show. I'm not... I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, especially watching TV. No offense to the TV guys. You guys don't give honest opinions. If you really, truly want to hear an honest opinion about your sports team, tune into a radio station. I don't care what station you listen to, especially here in Colorado. I know people in all of them, uh, whether it's 104.3 The Fan, whether it's Mile High Sports, if it's Altitude, or if it's KOA, whatever one. Whichever one, they're most likely going to give you a raw, honest opinion. You tune into TV, most of the time they don't. They don't. They're too, uh, they just walk the line, and, and that shit's annoying. So I agree, it is funny that how, the, how they do these big productions of the NFL schedule release show and whatever, and it's like, we already know what it is by the time that show is released. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay, sweet. Thanks, guys. Thanks, ESPN. Fucking lame. Hey, you know what? Thank you guys for joining the podcast today. Hopefully you had a great time. Hopefully you smiled a little bit. Remember, don't be a bad parent. And it's okay every now and then to judge people. <laughs> I, always, I, always, I always try to sit on a high horse and be like, I don't judge people, but then I judge people. Okay? That's just what I do. Let's be honest. I wish I didn't judge people, but I, it's so hard not to, okay? Especially when you do dumb shit, and I do dumb shit all the time, and I will be taken aback if you judge me. <gasps> Why would you judge me, you you judgy judge dick? <laughs> but then I'll sit there and judge you. So, hey, we're just, it's real life, okay? Let's not pretend to be something we're not. We're all judgmental cunts. <laughs> Not moist, judgmental cunts, but just judgmental cunts. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you click on the auto download so that way when you're going on your road trip this summer that you are all set. And that way you get no interruptions if you want to listen to the podcast as you're going through the Eisenhower Tunnel or wherever the hell you're going. All right. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Also, big thanks to Mile High Sports and Mile High Life. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.